This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much, and welcome this afternoon, this warm, sultry afternoon. It's been a week, hasn't it, for the weather? Oh, by the way, happy Father's Day, day before. Happy Father's Day Eve. Don't know that that's ever been celebrated quite that way. If that's a an appropriate greeting for you, then enjoy it, relish in it. If it's not, if it doesn't fit for some reason or another, then pass it on to somebody for whom it's just perfect. And say, Happy Father's Day. I hope you have a great day. Whatever the day is for you, I hope it's a good day for you. We're here to talk about gardening for the next two hours. Mike Bass will be answering the phones when they ring. Hope they ring starting right now. I'll give you the number in just a moment. And uh, I'll be answering the garden questions. That's my assignment for this afternoon. Has been for 43 years. Is that right? No, more than that. Anyway, I look forward to this very much. So give us a call. Mike answers the, the phones and, and the screens callers to make sure that they know that they're getting a gardening program, not some financial program, and uh, far from it here. And uh, then uh, he also runs the boards. Now, that is the technical side of it. You need to see a board, uh, a, a set of the, the pots on a, on a radio program. I, I don't think Mike uses all of them. I don't think it's necessary. They're... they're Oh, it's overwhelming. Looks like you could fly a 747 or whatever the equivalent is in this day and age uh, with that uh, set of equipment that he has in front of him. But anyway, that's his job. My job is to answer gardening questions. That's the easy part because this is my favorite hobby, always has been. So here is the phone number if you would like to call. We, uh, we have five lines. I choose not to use all five lines. I tell you this every week to try to make you feel better about calling. You're not going to be on hold forevermore. Uh, we use three of them. Uh, we use one to call another or something like that to tie up two of them. 888-787-KLIF. That's my request of, of Mike because I just don't want my callers to have to sit there on hold, on hold, on hold. That's just not much fun. 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? 888 888- 787-KLIF-888-787-5543. We are easing past the middle of June, and that means there are a lot of things that you need to be thinking about because we are transitioning into the summertime. Don't have to tell you that. All you have to do is go out and get the mail, and you'll know by the time you get back in from getting the mail that it's summertime in Texas, and it's going to be summertime in Texas for 90 or 100 days. Your plants need your help. Insect and disease problems start to show up in the in the summertime, especially insects, because they uh, sense the plants are in distress and they go after the plants at this time of year. We can talk about that. We can talk about anything you would like if you'll just give me a call. But you have to initiate the conversation, and uh, that means that you give us a call right now at 888-787-5543. I begin my program each week with the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and today's SPCA of Texas dog is Prince. He's a royal pooch. He's more than happy to mingle with common folks like you and me. Prince is a terrier American pit bull mix with a regal taupe coat. He weighs in at a hefty 69 pounds. Prince is nine years old, so he's seen quite a bit in his lifetime. He's looking for the perfect family to live out his golden years, And he's a great candidate for his Seniors for Seniors program, where those older than 65 can adopt an animal older than 7 for no fee. And the normal fee is reduced to only $25 through the end of June. So there are all kinds of bargains abound. Prince gets along very well with kids and other dogs, so he's a good fit for just about anyone. They invite you to bring any other pets. Bring your kids down to the shelter for a meet-and-greet before you take Prince home. You'll feel good about having done it. Prince uh, came to the SPCA of Texas as an owner surrender. That's why he has such a wonderful personality. A lot of times when people go into assisted living or move overseas or whatever, they have to give their dogs up. 
and Prince is one of those dogs. He's used to living in a home with humans. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Prince has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Dallas Animal Care Center. They're at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road in West Dallas. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6, and uh, animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. So again, this is Prince at the Dallas Animal Care Center, and the, the address is 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road. I hope you'll get out and adopt Prince. If you want to see Prince and learn more about their adoptable animals, go to spca.org slash findapet, spca.org slash findapet, and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Again, this is Prince, and he is at the Dallas Animal Care Center, and let's get him adopted. How about that? Sponsored today by Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. Trees represent the greatest part of your landscaping investment. A good shade tree can be worth five figures worth of value. You get a big pecan tree or oak tree, and it's worth a lot of money. In the resale value of your home, the recreational value of your home, just the emotional value of your property. And that's why you contact Arborological Services. You don't want just some rinky-dink company coming out and climbing up on uh, your roof or on your on a ladder and uh, hacking around on your trees, you want a company that does it right the first time because there may not be a second time if they do it wrong. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, college degreed, plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. They have the best trained employees you'll find in the tree service industry anywhere in the state of Texas. Three of their leaders have been named Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. That's the kind of leadership you want. That's the kind of company you want. They have a multi-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, Miguel Pastanel's on their team. I'm talking about 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. In fact, he's even a one-time North American uh, Tree Climbing Champion. How good is all that? It's great. It's Arborological Services on the web, arborological.com, 866 552-7267. Get the best. Call Arborological Services, arborological.com, 866-552-7267. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber Grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ. Oh, it is grilling season, and the Ace Hardware stores have grills of all kinds. Thank you very much. Let's go to our first call today, Pete in Dallas. Pete, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Well, it's a pleasure being the first caller. Yes, sir. All right. Okay, I have applied Disease X, Scott's Disease X, to my lawn based on my opinion that I have uh, take-all. Okay. I guess at this point is, well, I, I, I applied it everywhere. I wasn't sure because no direction said apply to healthy grass or the bare spots. But anyway, it's applied, and I went through four bags because there was a curative rate and a preventative rate. I went to the curative rate. Okay. Anyway, what do I look for now? What do I look for now? All right. How long ago did you apply it? About two weeks ago, three weeks ago. All right. You should see the grass starting to green up and uh, look a lot better. Um, and I love the way you ventured out on the thin ice. I do the same thing when I look at St. Augustine with what I assume to be take-all root rot. It's a, it's a difficult thing to identify. Um, 
a couple of things for people who are not familiar with that disease. It's been around for about 30 years to be identified. Um, it may have been there before that, but it became a real issue in the late 90s and then since that time. Um, areas of the lawn were turning yellow and we couldn't figure out why and then we had it cultured and found out that it was that fungus and Pete when you look at a, a runner you pull a runner up it doesn't offer much resistance you notice oh my goodness there aren't any roots on this thing it comes loose easily and I'm not talking about a dead runner I'm talking about one that's yellowed um, and if there are some roots they're they're very dark dark brown or black and very short and that's an indication that it is currently being assaulted by take-all root rot and when you begin to see good roots forming back then the uh, the azoxystrobin which is the active ingredient is doing its job that should start to happen you may lose some runners in some areas and you'll have to replant but it should start to bounce back because of the fungicide um, and it should start to bounce back because take-all root rot is a cool season disease and last time I checked two hours ago it was not cool any longer outside so that's working in your behalf as well well so the yellowing will turn greener or would the brown patches turn greener or well, allow if brown if they're if they're dead they're not going to come back okay <laughs> if they're yellowed they should green back up again I'm going okay. to say something, and I want people to hear me the way I say it, not the way they hope it to be. Uh, it's almost going to look like you've put fertilizer on the lawn. Do not do that. It's almost okay. going to look like you've put fertilizer across the lawn, and the lawn has greened up because of that. This is not a lack of nitrogen. This is, this is a disease that has sickened the lawn, uh, in yeah. your case. And, and putting nitrogen on the lawn at this time in this heat might very well be the worst thing you could do because of another disease. I, I love St. Augustine. It's my turf grass of choice. But it's got all this stuff stacked up against it recently, and this is gray leaf spot, which starts about mid-June and goes through the summer. Same fungicide will help with it. So that probably your your curative rate for one becomes preventative rate for the next one. So that's, that's a good thing. Well, I, I, I have noticed, one, that my Bermuda, which is mixed in with my St. Augustine, has taken over more yeah. than it, it ever ever was. Yeah. But also, I kind of wonder why I've got an awful lot of St. Augustine runners that just are just loose and don't adhere to the ground. They're just very loose. All right. Um, well, hold that note long enough for me to ask you a question about them, and then okay. I'll come back and answer it. Okay. Uh, are they dark green and, and normal looking, other than not attaching? Normal looking. All right. That happens. Uh, I, I mowed lawns for a living when I was in high school, and I would see that in June every year. Uh, there is some kind of a minor something it might be take all root rot left over that might be the first time i ever saw it and didn't know what i was looking at but it would happen every time i'd mow uh saint augustine lawns in college station i would reach out with my left foot and lift those up mow them off you wouldn't even notice that that runner was missing because there'd be 15 of them in a whole yard they yeah. sure note you'd sure notice them before i mowed a, a person's yard but afterwards they were gone and the lawn looked nice and smooth and the next time I mowed, there'd be another 15 of them. And that went, went on for maybe three or four weeks, and then they quit doing it the rest of the summer. And it was always early in the summer. Just a casual yeah. observation with no explanation, but that, that happens. It, it, I continue to get calls every year. And it may be a different organ, uh, 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 fungus. It may be the same fungus. I don't know. But it's not a, that one is not a major player. Nothing to worry yeah. about. Well, the last thing I'll, I'll conclude is, uh, well, with all my brown spots that are might have been left over, might have been a result of the heat last year, the freeze, yada, yada. Chinch bugs. Uh, Don't leave chinch bugs out because well, what was, yeah, people yeah, thought it was June. heat and it was chinch bugs in most cases. And that's you know, June, right? That was July. Well, no, but June is when they usually appear. Late June, yeah. Yeah, but late they, June. Okay. But the damage really shows up in July. Okay, so maybe I should treat for June uh, for chinch bugs. It's too soon, just in case. It's too, too soon. soon. Yeah, okay. you can see those. Uh, you see the symptoms of those. They give you ample warning. The lawn, uh, an area of the lawn, they'll always come back to the same place. 
uh, the grass will look dry. You water it, and the next morning it still looks dry. And you say, that didn't okay. work. You know, okay. you, you're thirsty, you take a drink of water, and you're still thirsty. There's something wrong. Well, and that's okay. the case of the lawn, and so you get down on your hands and knees and look for the chinch bugs, and you'll see them. I have, um, I think on my website, under the St. Augustine Diagnostics, I know I do, a wonderful photo from University of Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State, I think. A man, uh, I just stole the photo with full credit, but, but I just stole the photo to show all the different stages of chinch bugs. It's a great mm. photograph. So, anyway. Well, thank, thank you for your time. You. you have studied this, and you know what you're talking about. You're doing the right things. Thank you, Pete. Have a good day. All right, Ron and Richardson, you are next man with tomatoes and peppers. Do they cross-pollinate? Let's talk about that. Let me tell you first, though, about this uh, thing right over here. And it's my book. It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. What we have just talked about, I explain in the book. In fact, I explain a lot of things in the book because it's a representation of everything I've written and talked about for my career. My career is more than five days long. I started in 1970. My first radio broadcast was 78. I've taken about 450,000 calls in that time. And uh, it's all represented here. Chapter 1, The Basics of Gardening in Texas. Chapter 2, a 48-page calendar of when do I plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of my plants. That's where I tell you, look out starting in late June or July for chinch bugs in our area, earlier in South Texas. This uh, calendar uh, is a word calendar. It's not one you put on the wall and put your appointments on, but it tells you when to do everything for all parts of Texas. Chapter 3 through 11 covers specifically trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. It's all there. 840 of my photographs, 344 pages. It was printed in San Antonio, not in China. That was important to me if it says Lone Star Gardening for a title. And it is a hardback on high-quality paper. Now, this is the book that uh, I think will help make you a successful gardener. It is only $36.95 for a short while longer. And I encourage you to get it um, because I think you will be satisfied with it. I'll guarantee that, in fact. I'll refund every penny if you aren't. I've said that for the whole time I've been selling the book with 79,000 copies sold, not one request for refund. Now, the only two places you can buy it are from my website or by calling my office. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. Call my office weekdays, business hours, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now, and I'll start signing. Uh, well, I signed last night, I'll sign tonight, and I'll sign tomorrow night at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. All right, let me tell you about Mueller right now, and... um, sent my pastor a note asking if he's available to do the birding feature this afternoon. That's why I was a little distracted there. Let me tell you about Mueller. Mueller is an important sponsor of mine because they represent such great quality. This is a wonderful company based right here in Texas where they've been for 90, actually more than 90 years. Isn't that something? When you are around 90 plus years, you are doing things right They believe in value at Mueller. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered. That means that they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But, you know, true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price because it shows in the service you receive during the purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after your purchase. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof or anything else that they sell can be a lifetime decision. 
and Mueller's going to provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. And you know they'll be there to help you because they've been there for more than 90 years. We established that fact at the outset. Call them at 877-2-Mueller, 877-2-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Let's do that in numbers. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can visit them online at MuellerInc.com because Mueller means value. I'm Hillary. I work with all five Jabos Ace Hardware locations. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Hillary, very, very much. Good people with Jabos, and uh, we thank Hillary very much. Let's go back to our phone lines now. Let's go to Ron in Richardson. Ron, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. How can Uh, I help? Would it be possible that I'm getting cross-pollination? But I've got uh, tomatoes and peppers and some squash and cucumbers in my garden. And for some reason or other, I've got some of the peppers, like the banana peppers and uh, the California Wonder and the uh, uh, gypsy peppers. Some of them come out looking like they're supposed to. Some of them come out looking like uh, bell peppers. And I've got about eight uh, bell pepper plants. Is there a possibility that there's been cross-pollination between those two and they're just coming out a different shape? It will not happen in that generation. It would happen when you planted the seed, if it would happen. Uh, so, no, okay. it's not going not gonna to work so, that way. That's, so that uh, beg your pardon? No, go ahead. No, it, 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 it happens you know, later in, in life. You think about it in the human species. We don't change because we have children, and, and the, the fruit of these things will, will not be any different. Um, the, and, and it's also not possible. The genetics are just not possible. They don't match up. Um, it's very difficult to get two different species to cross-pollinate uh, it does happen, but it's it's noteworthy when it does happen, um, and you don't go outside uh, the the same genus. You don't uh, you don't you certainly don't go between tomatoes and squash. I'm not sure you ask that that way, but just to, oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about two different I'm, kinds I'm of having, squash. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. No, I'm having the same. Pro- well, the peppers. No. That was a specific question about the peppers. Okay. Some of the peppers are coming out shaped like bell peppers, and then, you know, you'll have two or three of them on there that look normal like they're supposed to. Same thing with the, between the cucumbers and the squash. I've got two of those planted by each other. The other day I pulled off what looks like size-wise, shape-wise, and semi-color-wise. Uh, it's a light yellow like a squash but it's got some green streaks in it. Now, I've got a zucchini planted next to it, too. So, like yeah, I said, I've got doesn't, a lot. It doesn't work that way. If, if there were oh, going to be a cross, it would show up as you planted the seed in the next generation. Okay. I was just wondering because, like I said, I didn't know if that came off. The, the vines are kind of entangled in there. And some of the... Doesn't, it, doesn't matter it, at all. It's the next generation. Okay, yeah. All righty. Appreciate it. Yeah, you think about uh, Cocker Spaniel hybridizing with a Basset Hound. You still have a Basset Hound. You still have a Cocker Spaniel. It's the next generation when you when you get the offspring. And uh, I, I may not be proving the point very well that way, but that's that's uh, it's not going to happen on your peppers. It's uh, peppers come out oddly shaped anyway in the heat and with uh, with with. Uh, uh, strange weather conditions, bell peppers. It's not uncommon for them to be strangely shaped. They have to grow perfectly. You get aphids sucking on the plants at all. You get a lot of different things that can happen that can cause them to be deformed uh, to some degree or another. Um, you, you know, I'd encourage you to do some reading through university websites, through some of the, the, the uh, horticulture websites. And I think you'll find a lot of good information on peppers. They're widely documented. But anyway, I hope I helped. 
and I think he's gone. Mike, he's gone. Ah, all right, he's gone. All right, well, let's see where we are time-wise. That will be good. John is in Arlington. He'll be our next call up, and we're going to be talking lemons, Meyer lemon trees. Meyer lemons, I, they are universally loved. Our son has one on his patio in, uh, in Sherman Oaks, California, and uh, he has supplied all of the people at work with lemons from that tree. If you'd like to call, we have an open line at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Keep your water hose handy, folks. It's about to turn to summertime. Wild Birds Unlimited stores are uh, open for business right now, and the one that I want to send you to because it is so spectacularly better than anything you ever saw, ever dreamed of, is Birdie's store. Her name's Cheryl Miller. And I don't know when she came to the nickname of uh, Birdie, but, oh, if it ever were fitting. She knows birds. She loves birds. And the other neat thing about Birdie is that she surrounds herself with people who share that passion for the wild birds of Collin County. Now, this is the McKinney store at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. I'm going to be stopping there later this afternoon if I can hitch a ride with my wife and our grandson because I need some seed. I'm out of sunflower seed, and they have the best there is. Wild Birds Unlimited, It's and I need some more of the cylinders. Let me tell you about those cylinders. They are compressed uh, into, I think it's about 4 inches by 10 inch cylinders that fit on their special feeders, and uh, the birds love those. The ones I'm going to be getting will be the, the uh, Woodpecker's Feast. They flock to those. We'll have three or four woodpeckers at a time. Uh, on our on our woodpecker feast cylinders i also have uh, for nesting birds and we just and songbirds we have seven feeders and and the wild birds love them and so that's in lowercase now in uppercase it's wild birds unlimited 3001 south harden boulevard just south of el dorado parkway and uh, near tom thumb if you know where the mckinney football stadium is go north on harden and it'll be in that first shopping center just about half a mile north uh, you know where Tom Thumb is, you know right where Wild Birds Unlimited is. Now, also while you're there, take a look at their high perch hummingbird feeders. These are the best hummingbird feeders you have ever seen in all of your life. They are made to last, they're easy to clean, and they really bring in the hummingbirds. They have it all, and they have information, they have uh, uh, courteous employees who greet you and who will remember you they have all kinds of memberships so that you can save money on your supplies and you'll just love the place and you'll go back many many times open 10 until five six days a week closed on sundays it's wild birds unlimited and that's mckinney 3001 south harden boulevard Technically, summer hasn't even started, and we've already had some of the hottest weather in years. Start your day knowing what to expect. DFW's Morning News with Dave and Amy. Weather with Brad Barton and traffic with Julie DeHardy. Monday morning between 5 and 9 on 570 KLIF. All right, thank you. And let me tell you right now about Niels Ferry's eGardens. I'll do a quick version of this one because the message is simple. It's a free electronic newsletter. I spend a day and a half to two days a week working on it. And it comes from my computer directly to your email. It is free, always will be. We're 19 and a half years into eGardens. I think it might become a permanent factor, feature. And I hope you'll be a part of it. Uh, it, uh, it comes out Thursday evenings right at 6 p.m. One of the featured uh, stories of the five is a plant of the week, something that's very important at that time of year. Another of the features is gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that you need to do that weekend. And the Q&A section has really grown. It's one of the most popular parts of eGardens. And a couple of other stories, occasionally written by outsiders as well. So that's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. You sign up for it, and then all you do is sit back and wait for it to come right after 6 p.m. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look at the most recent issue, and you'll say, yeah, I do want to sign up for that. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. 
talking about ground covers and when you ought to consider them. And remember that if grass will grow in an area, it's going to be the lowest maintenance ground covering plant that you can choose. However, there are times that we want ground covers. Let's talk about two of the best for full sun. Asian jasmine is the most popular full sun ground cover in Texas. Its dark, glossy foliage is handsome and the plantings stay compact to six to eight inches tall. Several selections are also available, several of them variegated. The standard green one, the old-fashioned one, is still the favorite, still the best. Purple Winter Creeper Euonymus is rapidly gaining in popularity. It's also a full sun choice, although both it and Asian Jasmine can also tolerate a good deal of shade. Purple Winter Creeper gets its name and its distinction by having maroon foliage all winter. In the summer, it's a deep forest green. It gets about eight inches tall. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. There's that old eGardens again. I hope you will sign up. Ace is a place with helpful hardware folks. Did you ever go into a store and you couldn't get any help? Hey, anybody care? I'm here. I've come. I need help. Help. And you say, I think I'll just go down the street to Ace. They care. They really will. They'll greet you when you come in the door, and they'll say, how can we help you? And they really mean it. They will put you in contact in the store with the person who knows the most about the topic that you have on your mind that day, whether it's gardening, whether it's uh, uh, plumbing repairs, paint, whatever it is. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer to find a great deal on Ego Power Plus 615 cubic feet a minute, 56-volt battery. Can't get it in one breath. Handheld leaf blower kits, battery and charger for $219, but you save $20 more with Ace Rewards and pay only $199. The, here I go again. Here it comes. The Ego Power Plus 615 cubic feet a minute blower, it's a shorter version of it, delivers air speeds of up to 615 cubic feet a minute and 170 miles an hour to power through wet leaves, grass, and other heavy debris. This cordless leaf blower delivers up to 75 minutes of average runtime on a single charge with the included. Oh, this part's hard for me. 56-volt, 2.5-AH arc lithium battery. That's ampere hours, isn't it? This leaf blower features a high-efficiency brushless motor that delivers long run times, low vibrations, and an extended motor life. This quiet, lightweight, and compact electric leaf blower gets the job done faster and quieter than gasoline motors. Experience power beyond belief with the no- without the noise, fuss, or fumes. Now, that's what it says on my script. Let me tell you what I say in my heart. This Ego equipment is the real deal. I have several pieces of it. The, uh, uh, the, the batteries change from one to the next, and they work, and they last, and they're great. So that's my, that's my read on the thing. Go in and try it, and you'll be as happy as I am. I paid full price on them. Didn't get any sweetheart deal where they said, here, try this. I went in and bought it and tried it and love it, and I'm telling you that. So that's Ace. Ace is the place with Ego. Well, that's, <laughs> that doesn't sound right that way, does it? Ego Power Plus 56-volt handheld blowers on sale. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. We're always with you. Just download and listen to the KLIF app on your phone. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. All righty. And now finally, Whiskey Stone. Whiskey Stone's up Monday through Saturday, so that means that they're open right now. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the DFW area, turning landscaping dreams into reality. Somewhere out there, there is a number of the of the tons that they have delivered in that time. There is a, a number. Some Someone, probably God only, knows the number of tons that Mike and Derek Wisnan and their teams have delivered over all those years of a beautiful stone. It, it, they have made such a significant difference in the beauty of north-central Texas. And they're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. And their customers, the wholesale customers who buy the many tons of stone and go out and use them on their landscape jobs, those folks uh, know the, the quality of the people and of the product at Whiskey Stone. And they buy from them. 
they work with them in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, Whiskey Stone. It's a great place. First time I went there, oh, my goodness, like me going into a candy shop or a toy store. Oh, my goodness, this is just the best it can be. And I still say the same thing. They will help you do your landscape planning, and they will put you in contact with a landscape contractor who can help you finish the job if you need that help. Here's contact information. Let me tell you about them. Southeast Fort Worth, way in southeast Fort Worth, 4501 East Loop 820 South, 4501 East Loop 820 South, open Monday through Saturday, closed Sundays. It's whiz-q.com is the website, w-h-i-z-q.com, and uh, 817-429-0822. That's WhizQ Stone. I hope you'll get out. I'm Sherry from TNC Ace Hardware on Jacksboro Highway. We're your source for those great home and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sherry. When you hear somebody like Sherry and you say, well, that's the store I go to, please go look for Sherry when you're in there. And uh, then say, hey, I heard you. Thanks for sponsoring. Thanks for being there. And, and, and watch her smile. Just watch her smile. All right, let's go back to the phone lines to John in Arlington. John, thanks for being so patient. How can I help you today? Neil, we bought uh, a Meyer lemon tree and a couple of lime trees, and uh, we got we used a miracle grow potting soil. I'm wanting to find out, do we need to be fertilizing it now? We just watered a little bit, and I'm trying to find out about watering, fertilizer, and is this the right potting soil to have used? Um, yeah, it's going to be a fine potting soil. Um, how large is the Meyer lemon plant? About four feet tall, All four right. or five feet. And so you have it in a pot that is, got to hold my hands apart, 18 to 20 inches across or uh, a little bit yeah, larger? Yeah, it's, it's 19, 19 inches uh, square. Uh, I did pretty well on that, didn't I? I I'm yeah, sorry, let me good. interrupt while I pat myself on the back. Absolutely, and we've right. uh, we've got holes uh, in the bottom of it for you know so you can have the water you know drain, and uh, so we've got room for the roots to grow. Well, actually, a friend said to be using like plastic bottles down there so it gives the roots chance to grow better than maybe uh, 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 rocks. So hopefully we're right. So uh, uh, anyway, we're trying to find out about what kind of fertilizer and is now the time to fertilize and also how often to water. Okay, uh, you don't want anything in the bottom of a pot. If you have if you have holes in the bottom of the pot, you want soil down there. Um, okay. Yeah. That, okay. Okay. So so pull out pull out the the plastic then. Yeah, you don't want anything there. You don't want rocks. Rocks don't improve drainage. You know, when when my bathtub is plugged up, I'll I'll put yeah. some rocks in see if it helps. Don't yeah. Okay. It will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a that's an right. easy way to remember that. Do you know why you? Um, do you know why you have to have holes in the bottom of a pot? Uh, get, I guess you get the you get you get two chances at an answer. Your first one will be wrong. Okay, uh, to be a rancid, to keep it from being rancid. Hmm. There, there, yeah, and that's not not exactly that's not the right answer. Okay. Uh, you, what I'm going to tell you is, you could water a plant and keep it going without holes in the bottom uh, for a period of time. There is okay. a reason you must have holes in the bottom of a pot. Okay. And that is because mineral salts will accumulate in that pot and eventually okay. uh, eventually burn the roots. You have already okay. asked me about putting fertilizer on it, and you have to be able to leach out the excess fertilizer periodically. Uh, so okay. you could grow a plant in a teacup if you if you just were careful never to overwater it. So anyway, that's the reason you have the drain holes. But putting gravel or anything else in the bottom of a pot is absolutely not necessary. Um, so go ahead and put soil down there, and then I would fertilize it. Um, I'd, I'd probably go ahead and fertilize it. I, I know that the Miracle Grow says it has fertilizer built into it, but I'd go ahead and fertilize it with uh, a water soluble fertilizer uh, they have one and other companies have them uh, in a diluted form just diluted according to their directions and i'd probably do that um, every two or three weeks if you have it out on the patio uh, where okay. are you going to have the plant 
Uh, it's on the deck of our swimming pool, so it's, it's it's getting sunlight probably most of the day, if that's okay. All right. What was it getting where, where you bought it? How long ago did uh, you buy it? Uh, bought it uh, last week. Uh, it was primarily sun, but it did have some shade. We, ha- we have shade uh, probably the uh, first two hours of the day and the last three hours of the day uh, on it. You need to have about the same amount of sun that it had at the nursery. And the reason okay. for that is you could really quickly sunburn a plant. By now, it's whatever you have is fine. But that first couple of days that you bring a plant home, you don't want to take it out of a shaded nursery or right. indoors, heaven forbid, and put it out right. on the sunny patio because it will scorch in 30 minutes and you'll lose it. Okay. But you're fine. Where, where you have it, it's going to be fine now. Um, probably if, if a... If a Meyer lemon got any shade at all, which would not hurt it, uh, the the time between 1 and 5 p.m. would be the time. Morning sun, great. Uh, sun from 5 on in the afternoon, great. 1 to 5, not so great. That's pretty intense. So anyway, okay. I would fertilize about every three weeks or so, two or three weeks. It's going to be growing pretty actively. Then as you get toward the winter and you have to shuttle it in and out of something, uh, to protect mm-hmm. it from extreme cold. Uh, you should not expose it to anything below probably 38 degrees. Uh, as you shuttle it in and out, I'd cut way back on the fertilizer you give it. It does not need to grow in the winter, so just uh, okay. stop feeding it maybe the middle of October or so and let it acclimate to just kind of shutting down for a while. Okay, and how often do we do, do we be water and do we uh, trickle water or well, do we uh, spread? Doesn't matter. You just need to you need to soak it so that water goes out the drain holes while you have it out okay. on the patio or the deck. Uh, how okay? And how often do we want to water it? I have no idea. Whenever it's dry. Okay. I'm I'm drinking uh, water right now more often than I will in three hours while I'm typing at my computer at home. Uh, right. It, it's all about the activity. I'm sure you're going to be watering it. Uh, yeah. every couple of days right now because oh, of yeah. the temperatures. Oh, yeah, sure. But, oh, but don't overwater it. Feel, you need to feel the soil to tell if it's time to water and feel the soil of its original soil ball. Don't be feeling out around the edge of the pot because that's not, there are no roots uh, right. out there to take it away. Right, okay. And if we're doing, a, if we're going to get any, a couple of pear trees, do we do about the same with them? Yeah, if they're going in the ground, right? Uh, we can do it in the ground or do it in the pots either way. No, they got to go in the ground. You want okay, Orient pear. You want the variety Orient pear. Okay. That's not that's not Asian pear. That's right. a specific variety called Orient, and and that's the best adapted to our area. They need to go into the ground. Okay, sounds great, Neil. You're the best. Thanks so much. Right. I don't know about that, but thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good day. All right. Uh, let's see what we have going on time wise. All right. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you want to get into fruit varieties, I was very careful when I wrote the fruit uh, chapter of my book because that is not my strong suit. That was not what I was trained in. I was going to be a greenhouse grower of ornamental plants and uh, see how far that got me. Two degrees in college and see how far that got me. (laughs) But uh, I wouldn't trade where I am for anything. I'm very fortunate. But uh, I worked really hard on the fruit chapter and got George Ray McEachern to help me by looking it over closely and word by word we worked on it on on the phone and um, that uh, chapter in the book is is one that took me the longest to write and it has all of the variety recommendations of the types like orient pear that you want to grow and the reason why you want that because of fire blight issues so anyway that's one chapter one tiny part of one chapter book has 11 chapters uh, chapter one is basics. Chapter two is that calendar we've talked about so many times. Chapter three is trees and uh, for Texas. And uh, I'm going to reach down. I don't know where I put my book. I have one here somewhere. I don't. Uh, anyway, uh, next ad, I'll 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 just give you some of the subtitles, the subheads through one of the chapters, just to give you an idea of what sort of thing I put in the book. Um, and then shrubs. Vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There are more than 25 multi-page charts. And, for example, the the best trees for Texas, telling you what are the best, where are they adapted, what's their growth form, uh, height, width, uh, spring color, fall color, all that. Any special problems, A, B, or C grades, that's my 
uh, opinion of each of them. So that's what you get in the in the book. Uh, plus 840 of my photographs. That's a lot of photos, you know. And 344 pages of high-quality paper in a hardback book. And all of that for $36.95. How long does it take you to spend $36.95 when you start buying plants or bags of fertilizer or whatever? This book will pay for itself in just a couple of trips to a garden center or anywhere else that you buy your supplies. It's easy to see that it's a bargain for you. I guarantee your satisfaction and I'll refund every penny you spend on it. I sign every copy as it sells. Therefore, it is not in stores and not on Amazon. It's available only from my office by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. Better yet, order it online from my website right now. And that's anytime neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com that 36.95 is a sale price for a limited time that's at neilsperry.com lens landscape lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities from invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish whatever your home's personality we make them shine Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lentz accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lentz Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LentzLighting.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, Join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy, very, very much. Wonderful pastor, wonderful church. Our church was built about the turn of the last century, not uh, not 23 years ago, 123 years ago, Masomenos. And we love our church very much. Hope you'll join us. Services are at uh, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10.05. That one live streams also. And also at 11.10. And there are services also in uh, uh, in uh, Melissa. We started a satellite church there. It's now on its own and doing wonderfully. And uh, those uh, services are also noted on the website. And we have contemporary services at our at our facility in McKinney at 315 North Church Street. And all of that information is at sharingtheheart.org. That's where you go for the live stream, sharingtheheart.org. Let me give you some great news from Baylor Scott & White Health right now. They sponsor an entire hour of my program over on WBAP on Sunday mornings. They have meant a lot to our family and continue to, and and hopefully that's the case for your family as well. And now they have made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits. You know what that means, don't you? That means they're always out there for you on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now or later tonight. Weekends, not a problem. Maybe that's when your allergies start kicking in or while you're out in the garden or when you run into a stinging creature or you're all dosed up with poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need. You can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408. That's Baylor Scott & White Health. My BSW Health. Text BETTER to 88408. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. We go back to our phone lines now, and we're going to go to Doug at in Holly Lake Ranch. Doug, this is Neil. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Neil. How can I help you? So I've recently moved to Holly Lake Ranch, um, and I have some, I believe they're lollipop pines, 50 feet tall or so, very mature. Um, when I moved out there, I had a guy cut a couple of them down. They were dead. And I had another person come out and tell me that they've had um, beetles, and they're, they're, I guess they're just now hatching, and that he can put a chemical or something into the tree to reject the beetles or kill the beetles and save the tree. And I have several of those, uh, probably 15 or 20 of those large 36-inch or bigger pine trees. And I just wanted your, your knowledge, your information maybe on um, what's happening or what I can do. All right. Well, I will try to help you best I can. You have loblolly pine is the is the proper Loblo- common okay, name. Right, yeah. right, Loblolly. Right. It ma- it makes no more sense than lollipop pine. I, I <laughs> your name is is fine with me. They, neither one of them makes any sense. Uh, and you probably have the southern pine beetle. I have. It's been since I was a kid in College Station uh, that I've lived anywhere near pine trees, and they they don't grow in the DFW area where I live, and and right, so. Right. Uh, I don't have firsthand working association with that beetle, but it is a very damaging beetle. Um, I would encourage you to do a little web searching on it and and what uh, the foresters want you to do now. But um, I would uh, I would hold them accountable for some kind of guarantee if they're going to promise you that they'll uh, turn the trees around and and save them or prevent the the beetle, whatever. Um, right. I would, I'm, I'm looking, I, I thought I would just do a little looking during that last ad break. I had 30 whole seconds to do it. Uh, North Carolina, yeah. North Carolina State has a fact sheet on pine bark beetles, and I would encourage okay. you to look at that. I didn't, uh, I didn't come across anything from A&M, but I'm sure they have them. A&M is doing something. I haven't figured out yet what they're trying to do with their publications. They require some kind of registration and other stuff that's making me nuts, but the insects the same, and North Carolina State's information is very, very trustable. Uh, I don't see a, uh, I don't see anything to help me. I don't see anything that will help me get you directly to this. It's NC State Extension, and it's just labeled as pine bark beetles. I don't see an author's name or anything that will ensure you get the right one. But it talks about southern pine beetle. Um, okay. Let me look okay. down at the bottom and see if there's anything. It was published on August 4, 2022, so it's very up-to-date. Good, and, good. But I don't see a, a publication number or anything that would help you. But it is okay, very Okay, well, thorough. I will do some research. Yeah, I, you waited a long time, and I think that uh, bulletin will be better than anything I would have for you. Okay, well, I, I, I trust you immensely, and, and I like your show. And um, I've recently moved out there, so I was hoping to get some information. You bet. Well, that that can help you, and I would uh, I would also work through the Texas A and M Forest Service. They will have the information. Texas A and M Forest Service got to run. Thanks for the call. We'll be back. <laughs> 